all right okay so sachin finally uh, thank you so much for accepting my invitation first of all and um, i was really looking forward to speaking with you i have i have prepared a bit and i've done a lot of research I, I was already following a lot of your work i think since the last one one year or so yeah all the video content basically i've watched it like multiple times <laughs> and your articles on medium also like yeah. i i read them every single one of them um so uh what i'll do is i uh, what i noticed was that there were there was a lot of time spent in seeing your past Mm. where did you come from amar chand uh, ashoka uh, ashoka and then uh, hum labs and um, inclusive planet etc but there was not that much about your about the future or where you're going so that's where i would oh, interesting okay i i i'll try and be selective yeah so um okay so i'll i'll start right away i want to start by first understanding what agami is yeah uh, why why does agami exist yeah 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 uh yeah that's a really great question always leads me to reflect uh, more deeply on what we're doing see the thing is that um, <clears throat> i think because of the fact that um supriya and i the co-founders of agami uh, are both lawyers so we have this sort of emotional connect to the law and to to justice at the same time we spent so many years uh, outside the law in the sense of doing things that have nothing to do with the law right a lot of time with as entrepreneurs doing social innovation related work in other fields um what happens is you know you get to reflect on your own uh, space you know law and justice let's call it that differently because you've had this looking at it from the outside and not just in my case looking at it from the outside of the space but outside of the country also you know so i think that uh, the thing that was the the question that was uh, in our heads was how do we bring a lot more innovation and change making to law and justice and uh, this question was there because it felt like an area that was very stuck you know it was very dominated by expertise namit you know expertise is not a bad thing but uh, sometimes it can be a it can hold back from innovation entrepreneurship it, it can it can keep things inside uh, legacy groups you know like the same groups lawyers judges uh, academics and uh, you know sometimes the, the experiences of the world have shown that you need fresh perspectives and things from the outside in order for innovation to really happen right so i think both of us had this emotional thing that you know how do we bring a, a lot more innovation entrepreneurship how do we make people believe they can be change makers in law and justice that they can actually create a contribute to a solution or create a solution right so um when when i got back and when supriya and i uh, you know kind of came together uh, i think the idea was can we create a movement Uh, and i know i use that word with responsibility but can we build a movement uh, for entrepreneurship innovation and change making in law and justice and each of those three things are are related but different right like entrepreneurship is widely understood innovation doesn't always lead to entrepreneurship uh, but innovation is also decently understood now doing different things new things solving old problems in new ways 
change making i think is the least understood which is the idea that people can transform doesn't have to be through an innovative way but people can change their circumstances people can change what's around them right as opposed to suffering the consequence of that so each of these things you know uh, each of them is related with slightly different but we said can we build a movement uh, in law and justice so that you know the feeling of that movement is uh, many more people doing stuff uh, many more people who are not conventionally from the field uh, areas where you would not expect innovation to happen happening um and soon it becomes a normal like you know from being something uh, fringe it becomes a normal and uh, i think we we said let's see if we can build this movement and the uh, end point of that movement being that being quite uh, you know kind of lofty and <laughs> therefore long term namit uh, end point being this idea growing in people's heads that law is changeable justice is justice is uh, changeable in the sense that i can make this happen i am not a i, I don't have to be suffering uh, you know every i just i don't have to be a passive recipient of this i can participate in creating a solution in solving a problem now this might seem so crazy because um, uh, you know we've been colonized in terms of law and justice for so long think about it like you know it's something that happened the courts you go to the courts and the courts dispense justice and if you look at all the instruments of law and justice courts prisons police legal aid i'm mean, just think about it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that really with citizens is that really a feeling of like we can do like these are tools for us we can do something not really not really they are still slightly more benevolent forms of what were there in the colonial era slightly more benevolent maybe maybe very slightly more benevolent not not too too much more but uh, you know uh, and so therefore the colonial idea still stays we don't see ourselves as being able to influence um outcomes where it comes to law and justice and by by that i mean whether we have a dispute we we really feel helpless Uh, if we have to get something if we have to secure an entitlement that that the government owes us we feel helpless uh, if we want to get a legal document done we feel helpless if we have to apply for something we feel helpless if we have to find a piece of legal information we feel, i could go on but basically any way we touch law and justice the feeling is not one of empowerment and agency the feeling is one of general helplessness right and so in the long term you know namit the transformation is that i think we we're, we're far from that that's a long thing so what does it look like now it it really looks like building that movement uh and so you you know that is my most honest answer about what we're trying to do but if you had to peel back the layers you see if i was to say we're building a movement of innovation and entrepreneurship and law and justice to most people in and around law and justice they would be like i don't understand what what does that even mean yeah right what does that even mean and what it means uh, in more if you peel that layers off and make it more here and now because it's hard we are we are all in our we don't know what that looks like right uh, we know uh, you are you have a product or a service you provide something so we we are a little bit in a box in our boxes it's very hard for us to imagine oh, what does this look like this movement i think one way to understand that is building that ecosystem which makes it possible for promising ideas to really happen to really go to their full potential now that ecosystem namit could look for online dispute resolution could look very different from what it looks like for digital courts 
it looks very different for uh, it could look very different from what you need from the data point of view like how you know that just like any other sector healthcare or finance data is going to be instrumental in creating the next generation of solutions so what does that ecosystem look so in each area the what the ecosystem is uh, could be different but really by ecosystem what do you mean you mean an environment that can make something happen you know a supporting environment whether it is um ideas are more uh, new ideas are more easily discovered or ideas find support more easily lot more champions buy in of different sections of society whether you're talking judiciary or state so i think that you know really what we're trying to do is build that ecosystem um so that if you want to innovate in law and justice it's that much easier and the most promising ideas can go to their full potential now now frankly that's the core work building that ecosystem why to build that movement you know to build really like uh, to make that happen and what we realized is that look that ecosystem it doesn't have to be restricted to an area like for instance uh, online dispute resolution or digital courts or data it is an ecosystem of um uh, kindred spirits an ecosystem somebody inside a business could be like i want to champion promising ideas in law and justice you know somebody inside a law firm could be that somebody inside practice somebody inside business startups uh, academics could be it's just kindred spirits who say we can it'll take us all of us to play a role all of us need to play a role and we can all play roles to make it happen but what we also decided to do namit is say that look let's show the power of this ecosystem by taking on specific areas where change needs to happen and that way we show that this movement you know like if the ganga if you're making the ganga you know the ganga can be used to irrigate this uh, field also irrigate that area also but that more, it's more foundational it's like a springboard exactly right mm-hmm. yes and the thing is so therefore sometimes somebody looks at a distributory of ours uh, like say uh, online dispute resolution and they only know us from that point of view but we try to keep our eye on the on the ganga mm-hmm. try to keep our eye on how everything connects and never forget the foundation the fundamentals of what we are doing but but um at the same time demonstrating the power of that ecosystem to solve problems these thorny problems pendency and lack of data that's really vital because when people see then that it can be done their confidence in themselves and in the ecosystem grows right i mean otherwise somebody could also say tum to side tum to ye community bana rahe ho tum to ecosystem bana rahe ho bahut badhiya hai par uska ho kya raha hai hmm hmm but on the other hand if the community can over a period of time say oh my god we started from scratch and look where we are, we are now that's a tremendous and i'll give you a few examples of that right so that's when that's when we started that's why we decided that look we should also have what we call collaborative initiatives which is specific areas where we want to make change happen and they become ways for us to demonstrate the power of the ecosystem plus also grow the ecosystem it's not one way it's both ways the in, a collaborative initiative also brings in new people right it brings mm-hmm. in new people and they people might say i am associated yeah i know agami zodia work and i'm associated but slowly we build they become part of more than odr 
they become they you know and we've got mechanisms for that right agami shala and things which show people like you know, you can lead at the highest level possible what does it mean to lead at the highest level possible you know so uh, i'll give you an example of some of these initiatives um and and you'll start understanding it better namit when you start to see some of the things that we are doing which are horizontal which are not about a specific topic which are about the community and the ecosystem and then the things which we are doing which are more verticals which are topically focused so you know it's the best way we imagine it inside is ye zameen hai aur zameen pe ped hai you know zameen mein groves hai right so at the level of uh, the zameen i told you it's this constant effort to build the community right find mm-hmm. your ideas build the community agami prize our continuous storytelling agami scape this is this is the seed in your seed soil climate analogy yes, yes exactly so see seed to isliye the ideas seed phutega kyun kyunki jab soil aur climate theek hai अगर सॉइल और क्लाइमेट बढ़िया है तो कुछ भी न्यू इनिशिएटिव क्रिएट कर सकते हो फूटेगा फूट फूट के जाएगा आगे बढ़ेगा आई कैन गिव यू सो मेनी एग्जांपल्स बट इफ यू फॉरगेट द फाउंडेशंस एवरी वन ऑफ योर इनिशिएटिव स्टार्ट्स टू बिकम वन साइलो ओ वी आर वर्किंग ऑन ओडीआर ओ वी आर वर्किंग ऑन डिजिटल कोर्स ओ वी आर वर्किंग ऑन डेटा बट दैट बेस इफ यू आर नॉट फोकसिंग ऑन बिल्डिंग hey namit i know you care about legal tech but i know really what you care about is the power of innovation and the power of it to change something that's what you really care about so when you come to the agami summit you kind of transcend your box you you end up getting in, invested in the larger idea laindala you meet somebody and they say you know what we are doing all those people excluded in the nrc uh, assam uh, count the 19 lakh we are using automation of petitions to create uh, rapid appeals for them and you're like boss कुछ कनेक्ट हुआ मेरे दिमाग में आई वॉन्ट बी पार्ट ऑफ दिस कम्युनिटी आई वॉन्टर स्मिता टॉक अबाउट ओपन अबाउट हाउ प्रिजेंस डोंबल प्लेसेस बिकॉज ऑल ऑफ अस मेक मिस्टेक्स आई वॉन्ट हियर अभे टॉक अबाउट यंग लॉ स्टूडेंट्स इन शिवपुरी लर्निंग हाउ टू रियली अप्लाई द लॉ एंड हाउ टू सॉल्व प्रॉब्लम्स Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm legal tech. That's why you'll find us using the term legal tech very little because very mm-hmm. often we don't use it as an instrumentality. We don't say legal tech as a kind of a. We say innovation and entrepreneurship. Technology is a huge enabler. Great. So if Techno- I don't, technology then has the same capacity as say finance. As finance, absolutely. So, uh, so that brings me to our initiatives, right? Let's just. at the ho- at the ground at the fundamental level we're continuously doing the whole community the storytelling the leadership building that's why agami shala which is for the in the last few years we've uh, selected about 50 emerging entrepreneurs in law and justice and taken them through this leadership development journey um the first one had shamnath bashir also he was part of the first batch and everyone's grown like we all started saying i want to lead bigger yeah i don't want to pitch you my product <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to lead bigger. I mean, I, I, I recognize the moment in time that we are, and and what it needs from me as a leader. Not to say this people are bad, that people are bad. You know, we are better than this solution, that solution. I want to lead bigger. I want to tell you they're all amazing, but I'll tell you what we have to offer and how we're going to lead. So the point is that at some level, it, you know, we keep doing the horizontal work, but on the collaborative initiatives, online dispute resolution. the approach we took there when we started was 
course, this is an area that needs a market. It can't be done like a policy change. Policy change, okay, kya hoga? It's, it needs a market. Mm-hmm. Law does not stop it. There's no law that disables it. So let us not presume there's any law that disables it. So mm-hmm. there's, what is this presumption? If pendency about court vacancy, infrastructure, hai, going to the same conversation. If ODR, ke mein baat karna hai, then we are really talking about taking the same baggage, expensive arbitration, expensive mediation, and usko digital tools use. Karenge. We are not really prepared to fundamentally reimagine it. On top of that, many of us are thinking that this policy change ke liye kuch wait kar Aisa kuch nahi hai. It was waiting for a market supply and demand thing. Is there somebody in the market who's will, who says the time has come to experiment with a totally different system? We are not sending our customers or our clients to DRT and uh, consumer council. We was, we promised them 48-hour delivery, 7-day delivery. We won't solve their problem. Think about it. See what happened with companies 10 years back. Let's say Amazon. Amazon originally decided we won't do uh, delivery. We won't do uh, 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 inventory. We will just be the skin. Then later on, they said, no, no, no. You have to control the experience because you're building relationships with customers. So we'll do inventory, we'll do delivery, we'll do everything. Nobody took on disputes. Only eBay took on disputes. Only eBay said, if you have a dispute also, I'm not let cutting you out into the cold. I'm not cutting you out into the cold. You are my customer. I'll internalize that also. I'll only say, let's go to the court if everything fails. Customer service, negotiation, mediation, conciliation, arbitration. If everything fails, okay, you can go. But till then, I'll control the experience. That's how trust is built. Because today, cost of acquisition of the customer, the trust is the biggest thing. No, it's absolutely the biggest thing. So what started happening is it just took a few people. And I think ICICI Bank played a huge role here, right? Uh, they said, okay, we'll be the first. We're a highly respected bank. We'll put down 10,000 disputes. If there is a provide the best uh, I, uh, best provider, the one with the best ideas to solve our, our kind of disputes, we already commit 10,000 disputes. The supply, the, sorry, the demand. And then the startups who say, here's how we'd solve that. And today, Namit, they're three years down the line. We have 18 startups in the ODR ecosystem, 18 operating startups. You have close to 70 companies piloting in some form of the other ODR. You have... The Niti Aayog, which has blessed it, saying there's no problem from a governmental level. The judiciary has blessed it. There is each of these things, Namit, is a conscious step. No, Somebody needs to be knitting at the back. Somebody needs to be connecting the dots. So when somebody says, you guys are good champions of ODR, no, actually it undermines what we are doing. What we are doing is functioning as, as, as a field entrepreneur. We're connecting the dots. Initially, we felt we needed a way for companies, a company, big company to buy in. Uh, we needed the startups. Then we needed to get this across to more businesses. businesses. The, champ- the champion would have to be on the field to play as the captain of the field, but you're outside the field. Yes. So we are just on the outside of the field because we are not delivering ODR. We are not an ODR provider, but we're constantly, it's very delicate work. Okay. And you have to pick winners, by the way. So in the sense that when we did the challenge, there were three organizations that were finalists, what is now SAMA, uh, CORD, and um, RDO, Resolve Disputes Online, the Chennai-based organization. Now, we said, 
it's it's called tip of the spear thinking you want to build the field you have to go with the best we said okay we will mentor sama get them to today they're at 1.5 million disputes onboarded online it's crazy so the thing is that uh, at the same time even though they were the winners of the challenge the approach we always took was even though we were mentoring them we will build a field for everybody because is sama is just being used as a way to open all the doors right in some way so what happens there is always delicate because we are not like a policy organization we are not like totally neutral in that sense you have to pick winners you have to pick you have to go in certain directions right and uh, but at the same time for every thing that we we've done to help sama succeed we've done a whole bunch of stuff to get the ecosystem to succeed the odr handbook uh get you know working with niti i to get the thing done uh, working with uh, vidhi and others to get like the policy pushes across um continuously uh, amplifying odr to industry so you know it start making sense to you it's like this funny task of building the market but you can't build it passively you have to build it actively by recognizing the talent moving the talent yet recognizing has to be many players you know so it's a very interesting role namit you know it's a it's a strange so here we we had to become market builders right now just getting the account aggregator ecosystem to formally announce that odr is the way they're resolving this they're going to resolve disputes which the system that has just been launched um so that's an that's an example of one kind of entrepreneurial pathway to get odr going right uh, and all of this you have to recognize that the startups are the ones doing the real work right it is the samas and the cords and the carders and the presols and those are the ones who are doing the real work so we know the hunger of the entrepreneurs to do the real work but and so therefore our role will keep changing right it's a different phase now the first was almost nothing is there and get things moving and now is a bit like so we just finished the work on the odr handbook and got that out and now the next thing is does this market now really need us or is there a next order work it's like parenting parenting exactly are they are fine now and parenting thoda uh, it's a <laughs> little uh, patronizing because i would not say that we are parents but the intent the, the intent no, is there. no i mean i mean parenting in the sense that you know you know agape agape that that kind of love where it's kind of like a father son or a god human relationship where enablement is at the core enablement enablement yeah very much enablement very delicate sometimes uh because somebody can say you know you are you, you are championing this organization that organization yes because we are not uh, a policy organization we are not an academic organization we have to have the hunger for opportunity spotting we have to bet on and support uh, people uh, some people more than others Uh, but we are mindful that this is not a one player game so therefore you have to support the whole ecosystem you know when you I build see. so it's like that when you build the ecosystem uh, you know you open it's you expand the pie massively for everybody right so the difficulty of defining agami or describing it or putting that down in three to four words uh, three or three to four sentences is in fact an asset like it's quite central right to to your identity because what we are trying to accomplish i i mentioned right like we're trying to build this movement of innovation we want to see many more new ideas in law and justice but the thing is 
India and most parts of the world are used to what? In a policy organization, a research organization, hmm. incubator, accelerator, law firm. So when even when you tell my friends that we're trying to build a movement, we're basically like a kind of field entrepreneur. We're trying to kind of we do what needs to be done to catalyze an idea. I explained ODR to you, but the pathway for data has been so different. The data for justice initiative or the pathway for digital courts has been so different. The pathway for open AI, the open AI uh, uh, ecosystem initiative is so different. Everyone will require different type of entrepreneurship. Now it becomes hard. Now somebody might say, oh my God, it's so hard to define you. Well, who cares, man? See, at some level, from the entrepreneur in the middle, like you, if you catch some of the entrepreneurs in our, in our community, in our network, they'll say, yeah, okay, it's hard to define, but I know the value that they're creating. Mm -hmm. And then you say, what value are they creating? Some of the things that they're working on, nobody, no individual entrepreneur can make happen. They have somebody, somebody has to knit the pieces together. Uh, so there's that knitting work, the network that is being built, the overall story that is being told. The entrepreneurs in the middle, many of them will be able to point to these kind of things. So they look at it almost as we are entrepreneuring this sector or this particular thing, let's say uh, legal research or whatever. I think what they're trying to do is entrepreneur at the field level, entrepreneur at the whole system, ecosystem level. So I think the struggle is, Namit, because... Uh, it is, by the way, it is very important for someone to define the organization. So, for instance, if you were to tell someone, you know, a great organization called Agami, very important that you're able to say what it is. But the my 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 the way the and and, and therefore it becomes really hard if you can't explain it super precisely. But that's why I always say it's a movement for innovation and entrepreneurship and law and justice. It's building the ecosystem, the supporting environment for ideas in law and justice. You know, so little bit it's curiosity it's more like rely on the curiosity and then the person says hey that sounds interesting what is that how do you do that and that's okay <laughs> and then you can talk about you know um you know uh the the time i think when when i left practice yeah. some a few months before that i used to face this uh particular feeling it was kind of like an arc which is whenever I would go accompany somebody to set, let's say a gathering or some kind of an event, yeah. I would be introduced as the lawyer. The lawyer. <laughs> now this <laughs> makes this yeah. makes it very easy to introduce me. So my identity is properly like properly defined. It, it really used to irk me that no, wait, if I I might need like 15 minutes to tell you all about me so that you don't only come back to me when you know when you want to discuss 377. Correct. There but are other aspects also. The thing is, you need a visiting card. Like what I mean is a, a metaphorical visiting card. You need you need some way in which people can hook uh, to to remembering. You know, I met Namit that time. It's really interesting. He's working on this. You know, he's working on that. Um, so I, I I do appreciate that, and and I have got very good feedback from people saying that you've got to make it simpler, and that's really why I always say, uh, you know, we're trying to build a movement. Trying to build a supporting ecosystem for you know new ideas to come up in law and justice and sometimes people are like what and that's enough that's enough because then it allows you to tell more like would you not agree that there's not enough new there's not enough change happening in these areas there's not enough fresh ideas 
there's not enough people doing different things using technology using data using communities you can start to build a story from there but you have you need something that makes them go what if in, instead i guess they go whoa i didn't understand that at all but i'm I, let me not ask uh, then you know you got a problem on your hands right hmm. um yeah. so so sachin so um so at the core of this idea of yeah um i guess the core pain point really is agency right yes that's what it is it's agency that's the core pain point the core pain point is that very few people believe they can be a part of creating solutions in law and justice i'm talking if i forget about massive solutions i'm talking about even micro small solutions very few people believe that if that changes and that has to change from young people because young people have less baggage they have less okay. baggage so agency in this context if I, i'll try and summarize my understanding if you can you can correct me yeah. agency would be a uh an entity or a, a cognitive agent uh human agents capacity to act and be able to influence the consequences of their behavior yes by changing their behavior and for, like for instance let's say in a litigation that's an environment where the agency is low to nil simply because no matter what you do you are put in a very passive position where you have to watch from the outside get lawyers and okay this is how it will get done so no matter what i do i don't have agency in that process yes. 100% okay. and uh, if i can color that in look anyway we have a deficit of agency in india and the world right because there is this feeling that you know like things are way beyond me i don't know if i can do anything about this you know there's this helplessness right and and the the funny part is namit that helplessness is at the education level at the children level see one of the reasons why you hear me write about some of these things and you spoke about what i write on medium it starts very young ye ho raha hai main nahi kar sakta theek hai tum fikr kyu kar rahe ho tum hone do theek hai ye kar raha hai ऐसा क्यों होता है दुनिया ऐसी है वर्सेस क्या कर सकते हैं इसके बारे में आप क्या करोगे इसके बारे में मैं क्या कर सकती हूँ यहाँ तो ये तो लोग स्ट्रीट पे रह रहे हैं घर बना सकते हैं क्या इनके लिए कोशिश करें क्या अरे घर बना सकते हैं सीखना पड़ेगा बॉस यू माइट थिंक दिस इज लाइक नो कनेक्शन इट इज वेरी मच एट द कोर ऑफ हु बिकम एज अ सोसाइटी and then the lack of agency is fear associated with it right i better not move outside my box god knows what's going to happen to me right so the point of the matter is that you know you mentioned this thing about the law and the law has really uh, law and justice has really pushed people further and further away right there's not just a lack of agency there's actually a complete uh, supplication like a complete surrender of any sort of uh, participation in the process right so people how do people construe it no 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 we should take the opinion of people we should consult them but this is way beyond consultation mm -hmm. agency is not consultation agency is participation and leadership let me give you a very small example which i, I love uh, telling and i'm sure there are indian examples also but there's this guy called raj jaydev he's an ashoka fellow in the us he's an american man uh, of indian origin 
he started something called participatory defense participatory defense is this wonderful organization amit what they do is you know us has the highest rates of incarceration of young men of color if you're black or colored us has the highest rates of incarceration of young men of color compared to anywhere in the world apparently so they get what do they go for weed i mean now of course it started here also but they're going for all these things okay now uh, the public defenders don't really have the time to care about uh, so what happens is they land up with the penalty six month jail or whatever they don't need to so what he started doing was he started collecting all the mothers and sisters and family members of these people and started saying you do the legal research and you prep you go to the public defenders and you equip them to make the best defense of your your son or daughter you make so initially the public defenders are like get away from me who are you why you intervene you sit quietly let me do my work but later on they started saying ye to sab research kar rahe ye to letters of good conduct good behavior la rahe hain local church se yahan se wahan se slowly the model started building and these women a lot of mostly women uh, mothers sisters started defending that's why it's called participatory defense they started defending their and they started dramatically bringing down the incarceration the, because the judge is now seeing letter of good conduct from local church and no no previous history of uh, criminal what is happening to the people who are participating they're starting to feel their power they are not going away when one, their own son is uh, freed they are staying for the entire community tomorrow they are feeling hum if we, we can do this issue we can take part in that issue also agency is infectious you start doing with one thing no it goes to another thing so the thing is that sometimes people say that okay i can imagine you guys doing gra- some grassroots legal advice and all but come on the court is the court what is the citizen supposed to do but it is a very wrong idea you know you don't realize that if you exclude the person who is very matter it is from the process of participating and that is very that, that we're talking about a system where there's a limit to their leadership in that system because everything is structured in such a way that they, there's a limit but if you take that same logic and apply it to creating other solutions for instance if somebody in in somebody's area say in bihar uh women are routinely thrown out of their home because the husbands if the husband dies then the family is worried the woman's family will make a claim on the property or something like that so women are thrown out imagine women coming together and forming a, a, a initiative to say we'll support each other and so and and i'm saying this goes this is no different this is not just at the grassroots level this is technology data everything agency is a pervasive phenomena so okay so i'm i'm trying to uh, i'm i'm trying to see structurally where all the levels where there is a loss of agency yes so first you started you you picked up on the idea and on on this point i read i think a few months ago this brilliant article uh, by simon saris uh called wise agency such a precious resource and he talks about how this um uh, it's basically 18 years of waiting period schooling period yeah where for the first 18 19 years of your life you haven't done a thing yeah it's just preparation for life mm-hmm. and then reality hits you that okay life is about doing so already when we start out into the world there is a certain high level of learned helplessness yes learned helplessness on the next level then when we come into the industry there is the industry structure the monopoly which basically it just it just ends the conversation at that point that you can't even do anything about it no matter how hard you try yeah. and on a on a slightly more fundamental this is at the law level yeah this is at the policy level then just 
even if that was the case, wouldn't we still have more agency? For example, if our laws, yeah. which we cannot ignore, yeah. were more understandable, more, the comprehensibility was more. Yes. Right. So it's a it's a system designed to snatch agency. It's a system for which agency is not even a factor. Why would it be? It's not meant to take away like in a malified way, but it's a system where agency was never a consideration. Never a but, consideration. But you now so societal values have changed. Societal and values. Okay. And there's another reality, Namit. There's no other. Uh, it's not happening any other way. Now, this is an interesting one, which is how, what is our arc of change? Like, how do we say things are going to change? We say some new law will be passed. Some new system, some new system will be made. Oh, we will create the uh, UPI uh, version for law. I mean, all that is, uh, for law and justice. All that is great, Namit. But you know, everything can be flipped, flopped. Sometimes everything can stagnate. Everything can be subverted. I'm not being pessimistic about it. We work in this new systems. We work on digital courts. We work on many things. But at a deep level, there's an understanding that the real infrastructure is the people. The real infrastructure is an ever-growing population of people who believe that change is possible. That's the real infrastructure. I want you to just think about it from that point of view, that that is the lasting thing. See, you might create a phenomenal in Karnataka, you might create a phenomenal digital system that is great. It might stagnate. It might get underfunded. It might completely become. It might get uh, uh, re-captured um, by, or it might get manipulated also in so many ways, right? But when you, when there is a growing tribe of people who start to say, "Isko kaise solve kare? Isko kaise kare?" That infrastructure you can't take away. That's when we saw during COVID. You know, we saw what's the real infrastructure? Is it state? No, it's human ingenuity. It's people saying, hey, man, I'll coordinate. Okay, I'll be 24 hours. I'll take care of it. You just send me everything. I don't think we, we, we think of it as volunteering, good thing. And all. we don't realize it's worth actually putting that at the heart of your strategy. So at the heart of for, for Agami, the reason why you see us now talking about justice making and young justice makers, you'll see us a lot uh, kind of talking from the point of view of Okay, because a lot of people are more comfortable with us doing ODR, digital courts, data. They get it. Open AI. They like it's very concrete. AI is going to transform. So you guys are building data sets. If you look at all our work, all our work is really around empowering people. If you look at ODR, why are we so big on ODR? Who's resolving the disputes? Case managers, mediators all over the place. Who's choosing to take their disputes there? Anybody in any company who can put a clause inside? It's Empowerment. It's not depending on a system that is going to deliver something more efficiently. It is empowerment. If you look at OpenAI, why, why are we doing OpenAI? Because if the data sets are freely available, Namit, if the OpenAI modules or the summarization would have freely available, the next innovator can get up from zero to uh, 20 that much easier. They don't need $10 million of funding from Tiger Global to be able to say, Ki, hum log data set SA create kar denge. Why are we doing D4J? Because without open access to data, forget about AI, without open access to data, nobody can do anything. If you want to act on, if you want to help migrant workers in MP, you don't know where they are. You don't know who's entitled to the Ishram portal. You don't know. 
data is everything so the point is if you look at all our initiatives the initiatives are focused on certain areas but the principle is the same empower 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 because the real drivers of change will be the next generation of innovators the next generation of change makers if you don't create the public goods for them namit you know there's this guy called luke jordan he's a part of our open ai community he's a mit govlab fellow wonderful guy and he said so beautifully he said you have two models one model is where are the unicorns in law and justice show me the unicorns in law and justice so you have like four unicorns or five unicorns suppose one day but if you have a thousand 10 million dollar organizations you know a, 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 a say a hundred thousand hundred thousand dollar organizations or you just have a whole bunch of sustainable non-profits why is that any that's more robust than oh we have three four classic model three four unicorns you know the legal zoom of india the point is you can't have that without public goods because the cost of innovation is too high not just the cost of innovation from say data or technology cost of innovation also from networks it's too high cultural cost as well cultural cost of innovation so at the end of the day what agami is doing is bringing down the cost of of change making that's long term work till then you can't be like okay we are doing that that's going to show up till then people can see the benefits to the leading entrepreneurs the leading innovators they can see the benefits already you can see oh look what's happening in odr wow oh look what's happening say in digital courts wow because the same approach be abundant matlab ki try to get everybody involved try to empower everybody don't try to position yourself as an organization that is like we are better than x we are better than y no yeah i mean we sometimes there are a few organizations that we take they, they say oh but uh, you know okay you guys do great work but you know uh, you are more fa- you favor these favor that you say yeah absolutely we have to take some calls we have to bet in certain directions however regardless of that we will try to do at least 50% of things or 70% of things for everybody find me a note of bias in the odr handbook find me why getting niti aayog to buy in or getting uh, uh, gov- uh, uh, the government the judiciary to buy in has any trace of like buy in for x or y or z it's a buy in is a buy in so that's okay just but come with abundance keep creating opportunity keep creating opportunity connecting 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 you know today open ai for instance is our most recent initiative why is it much easier to get off the ground because already 20 champions are there in the network what is open ai open ai uh, is the idea that can we have a effort to create openly accessible and community created datasets to train the ai for justice for india because what happens is namit i'll give you a small example suppose Two years down the line, you want to automatically summarize some judgment. Okay. If you use legal Pegasus in the US, or you use Legal Bird or whatever, it's all trained on US data. It is not understanding Indian data. So somebody needs to train. Now that training, Namit, is not an easy job. Huh? you have to structure the judgments you have to convert them into training data then you have to train and check to see the quality you have to check the quality quality scores it's like heavy work 
three unicorns happen in India. Okay, suppose they are not opening up their data sets. They are creating phenomenal. You are just experiencing the wonder of their solutions. But you think it's easy for someone who wants to operate with, with bootstrap funding, whatever, to be able to say, how am I going to? I want to create a summarizer because I want to tell someone what is the five requirements to get this government entitlement. Not summarizing legal judgment, but say summarizing a, a government uh, requirement. Like you, you want to be eligible for migrant workers allowance. You need this. Who's going to do it? On the other hand, if we make a multi, if we build an open community initiative that technologists, data scientists, entrepreneurs collaborate to create structured, open, freely available Apache and Creative Commons, freely available data sets with the component tools also freely available. That brings down the cost. Now, in the US, this would be done by someone like a Cornell or Stanford or in the US, it would be done by a SOAS, or maybe in Germany, it would be done. India, we don't have these middle organizations. The law, law schools aren't playing that role. They're not even equipped to play that role. So, but if you don't do it, if you don't do it, three years down the line, the only option is a proprietary system built on non-open data, where the, even the system is not open, which is being used to summarize a legal thing. You don't know what bias it is carrying. You don't know who's built it. You're dependent completely on one provider. What does this do? It gives the agency back to Indian entrepreneurs, Indian innovators, Indian policy people to say, no, we have open training data sets. We have our own systems trained on the uh, Google systems, on the system, because the core AI, I'm sorry, we are not creating, <laughs> we are not creating the core neural networks and all. I mean, those are at another level, you know, with what has happened out there. But on top of that, the data, the customizations we have done, we are, that's open, that's transparent. And guess who's doing that? Students. We've completed two cycles of law students who go and structure that data, who say, ye ek fact hai judgment mein. Ye ek point of law hai. Ye ek witness hai. Why? Because then the machine understands this is, this is, this is, this. That's called training data. That can be used to train and say, now legal birth. You've been trained on 50,000 US cases. Here are 20,000 Indian cases structured. Now you can do a summarization. Who's doing that? Not paid thing, law students. I, we, in fact, I think on Tuesday, we're putting up the first public goods, the taxonomies, which is the, tag, the class tag classifications, the first few data sets. This, is, this stuff is gold because there is uh, the uh, NLU in Patiala is planning to give credit, uh, credits for students to do this. So it becomes a credited part of legal education that you actually play with data sets, you understand, and you're doing what? What is the output? You're building AI for the future because it's not complex. So, you know, it's really enablement, uh, Namit, it's really enablement. It's a certain belief that there is people out there that care they care, sometimes articulated very differently. They want to be a part of the change story. They want to be a part of the story that says, we are going to do our best. That person could be the GC of a company. Person could be a partner of a law firm. Person could be a practicing lawyer. Person could be an artist. Person could be a designer. Person could be a technologist, a data scientist, a student. I can give you at least 20 examples of each of these categories that I mentioned right now who are a part of the Agamemnon network. 
because you see even if you look at the video of the agami summit in 2019 you know and next year we'll we'll have it again and and you're going to be there but you know when if you look at the video you will feel is this really a legal thingy like shishti is designing one room on design and uh, justice solutions and somebody is doing a graminer is doing a data room is this really legal that's the whole point sachin do you do you think somewhere down the line when as the legal industry and i'm going to come to this whole area of industry and practice also in a bit but the time when say legal let me say legal 1.0 was being uh, you know over hundreds of years yeah. we didn't really have any conscious way of tying tying values and best practices all of those things together mm-hmm. and without say say agami and family of organizations like agami yeah. we it's it's a risk that we may end up stepping in a similar direction mm-hmm. because the values that we are getting they're not coming out of vacuum that maybe 60 70% of the people are already coming from a law background yeah, yeah. and they're already similar values that we are carrying yes yeah. conservatism yes skepticism etc yeah. yeah. and without a conscious um you know act to be able to to tie the community together so that for example say legal technology companies yeah. aren't looking at other legal technology companies in their sectors with the same mindset that you were saying earlier we are better than them yes but they are putting out knowledge which okay even if it ends up uh, benefiting them let's just let's just yeah. tag together yeah because ultimately you amplify this yeah and the in the public consciousness it's going to reach 1000 yes more people for example so uh, beautiful thought yeah. and look um uh, why does it not happen why is it hard i think that um you know ultimately it comes down to stories in our heads right like what story do you want to go with the story that i can go with is hey man they're doing good work they may be competing with me they're good work good people well let's walk together let's go together some uh, there's this two different things huh? they actually there are three different categories that are useful to consider now one is you for the story you start to tell is they are my competitor uh, let me just stay focused on what i have to do and let me just let me not go anywhere let me stay with the the classic story right the, the or i'm a practicing lawyer this is the way the world is shaped you catch a practicing lawyer the world is shaped like that one litigation to another it's a zero sum game zero sum it's like it's like that even even if it's not zero sum to them it's still very rule bound right like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the second is people who actually come to see things differently they see the interconnections they their own boundaries become more diffuse they leave, they have abundance in them but they don't yet know what to do with it and the third is people who are able to lead at a level where they have all that the abundance the diffuse sense the sense of collaborating the sense of looking past some things where you disagree and they see ways to collaborate that's very hard huh? because namit what happens is in a world where that has not been the uh, kind of practice uh, doing it is hard that's why when open source collaboration started happening around technology it was like crazy it it 
open source actually ended up transforming not just technology but so many other areas people started realizing boss we can build stuff together we can compete and we can collaborate but there were ways to do it so there were some pioneers you know like whether the python guy or the linux person and whatever people said or uh, you know that sage bio networks uh, creative commons so many people who said there is a another way to do this 1% showed the ways 99% in the second bucket said now you've shown the way i can do something hmm. that 1% is hard that's where something like this agami's role agami like organizations the agami shala cohorts why because you can say hey guys we need an open repository of data on digital on aadhar hacks for whatever we're going to create as much as we can for you all pool and see if it's available so we can build the best then the second bucket people say hum log ka to hai hum log isko contribute kar sakte hain so at some level that first layer the ones who show the pathway that's always going to be very small but you need people to say aise hi kar sakte hain like you know where someone is saying to namit saying namit you write what you have to write but let's also take what you've done and put it here also hmm and namit is like absolutely but it's hard for namit to say ki main write bhi karunga aur main yahan pe a repository bhi banaunga so somebody has to show the pathway because i truly believe it's not like the whole world is in the third bucket large percentage are in the third bucket but increasingly there are people saying no no tension yeah tell me what can i do but that's different namit from the first bucket no tension i'll show you what can be done Or even even in the second bucket there are two compartments right people with intention and agency and people with intention without that much of agency without agency. without agency sometimes you know you don't know how to respond even if you get asked so my feeling is that it's a process it's a you, what you are striking at is a very deep thing i don't think it's just law i think in healthcare in finance in all these areas you know for instance one of the things that we believe is going to be really transformative for the odr space is a data trust where odr providers can pool and share anonymized data of their uh, resolutions hmm so that imagine everybody can learn how particular use cases can be improved a- academics can study that a new provider could learn training sets for ai for odr could come out of that But again, that's a classic example that you're thinking, like you're saying. Now somebody might react and say, "Ham to nii denge yar, ham to nii denge," or "No chance." But uh, really, is is I mean, providing that anonymized data. What some tomorrow somebody is going to come out and beat you? I mean, I don't think the entrepreneurial world works like that in the sense that you're competing anyway. You're competing mostly right now at this stage of the ODR ecosystem on your client relationships, on your ability to onboard all of that. So, I think now it's a it's a journey forward, and it's directly linked to our level of leadership and our consciousness. Now we are talking about the real deal here. कितने बड़े हो सकते हैं हम कितना दूर देख सकते हैं हो नहीं हो is another matter. Can we be bigger than our self-imposed limitations? Because we are in a entering a challenging era of the challenging cycle of the world we are in a very challenging cycle i mean we're talking about uh a place 
where more and more public goods are needed more and more networks are needed think about it your dependence on public institutions makes you feel ki oh, i don't really need anything because i have the public institution if public institutions fall into question what do you, what what has to substitute community institutions hmm you need leadership at the community level you need openly available community public goods you need networks covid is the best example of what happened ultimately the google sheet that was going around saying here are the numbers to be to call for oxygen cylinders in i mean literally all the all the public goods floating around you see if somebody has sat down for 5 days and said main pura index kar lunga main aise kar lunga aise the chatbot it will if you have this kind of need it will route you to this collection of whatsapp groups with this when you saw there what happens in a catastrophe but we have an ongoing catastrophe it is called poverty it is called lack of access to justice thoda sa usme seekh sakte hain ki kis tarah ka leadership chahiye kis tarah ke resources chahiye